0: I'm not gonna worry about your level of concern. we double yo! We talking about Twitter. Ripple yo! Think of how stupid the average
1: person is, and then realize half of them are
0: stupider than that. Quadruple. Everybody else gets a little tight. We mock ourselves. You better
2: be willing to do unique things in order to expect unique results. And, and that's just life. We are the unique things that require unique results. Am I saying that right? I don't know. I I, uh, I just heard it and I can't even requote it. <laughs> it's what Jin's talking about. The conversation about the Steelers' social media conversation, exclusively on the Behind the Steel Curtain podcast network for everyone who listened, coming over from. Uh, from what's what's the early show is it's uh is it stat geek uh, uh i mean that sounds right to me thank you for uh for coming over to your mm-hmm. noon podcast mm-hmm. i am kyle Kreis. here with me is greg benavent hello and you know it's uh it, it, as we like to tell you before the stats say three out of four tweets from steeler nation are negative <laughs> And we 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 sift through sift we sift Wade wade. I think we wade. we spelunk we dig what do you do when you're in quicksand you panic I don't Uh, know I I think you is it drown we're drowning in toxic tweets Mm -hmm. for your benefit to to you (laughs) certainly not for ours yeah it's not uh, yeah Surgeon General warning (laughs) says do not search hashtag stealers on Twitter. But we're here to bring you the toxic takes and hot takes, mm-hmm. so you can be more informed and better fan, or or convert you. I don't know what we're trying to do. Uh, uh, be the unique things in your own life. Don't. Uh, I think it's like what Jim Croce said: "Don't spit in the wind." I think. Okay. I think that this is the spitting in the wind. Okay. Podcast. Or, or at least catching the spit in the wind. I don't know if we're doing the spitting. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. We're. Or, or the spit or shield. Both. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. We're. <laughs> we're your Steeler spit shield. <laughs> It's what Jin's talking about. Uh, in the second half, we're gonna, you know, some people. Uh, we we we. Uh, it's, it's the 40th anniversary of the Steelers' 50th anniversary team. Oh, does that oh. make sense? Yes, yes, it does. So we'll see if the 40th. We'll see if the 50th anniversary picks from 40 years ago mm-hmm. hold up today. Okay. If, oh, that's a great idea. That's uh. That that'll be in our throwback section <laughs> in the second half. <laughs> But let's start with some batting practice. Okay. Uh, let's get to the tweets. How about let's start with a, at Kenny Pickett 8, our own Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. Uh Pen to paper, and it was, you know, he, he signed his contract. Uh uh, you know, was it? A, it was big news. Uh, you know, all the, whole, the entire contract is guaranteed. How about? Well, how about that? A guaranteed contract. That sounds like an oxymoron, doesn't it? It, it, it does. I mean, if I hadn't been
1: raised entirely in football contract ease, I would have thought that. But yeah, it's even I had to do like the dogs in a fan head stare to it, like wow, the whole contract's
2: guaranteed. Yeah, committed. You know, like my job, I'm not under contract, right. but. <laughs> <laughs> the money keeps showing up. I, so I keep showing up. And exactly. It keeps showing so up. The, yeah, I never had to sign a thing with a special hat on, but yeah, it keeps working so far. I have an un guaranteed <laughs> contract, but but I think the big news okay. from the Kenny signing is he was wearing the beige 1933 hat. This seems to be the sign your contract hat. I I, I do think that's a pretty snappy hat. Yeah, that, I like it in black. Yeah, be, be, be on the beige, but Kenny had it in beige. Finally, he's he hasn't he, he finally he's been wearing that draft hat
1: every day. Oh yeah. And that, which, which is anything to replace that. That in and of itself is why you should have signed, so you don't have to wear that thing
2: around. Yeah, and and that was probably sweaty at this point. Oh man, with that like
1: weird what happens on
2: the brim, like ah. Oh. Yeah, and I am end up taking like a toothbrush trying to wash that off. Huh, at I'd least have... you tried. I just gave up because I spent thirty five bucks on my nausea right? hat. Oh. <laughs> okay, sorry, am I complaining? I, okay. No, but that
1: is the best of the
2: hats. Like, because it's I love the hats where
1: you or, or the paraphernalia where you don't immediately realize it's Steeler stuff. Like you might have to know just
2: a little bit to get it. That's true. Yeah, it's not yeah, it's not uh, hitting you in the head with it. Uh mm-hmm. although the hypercycloids, I don't know, whatever. Okay. Um uh, moving on because mm-hmm. there's important uh quarterback Indeed. stuff here. Let's go to at PGH Steelers now. Steelers now. Kenny Pickett was sold as an NFL ready quarterback. But how ready to assume the Steelers starting role does that make him? Uh Alex Saunders dug through the recent history of first-round quarterbacks to find out, okay, this is the research of the 13 first-round picks uh, to earn their starting role in the last five years. Two started week one, Mac Jones and Sam Darnold. Mm -hmm. Two more started week two, Mm -hmm. but all but three, so 10 of these people were starting by midway through the season. Mm -hmm. So if, if, if history of the last five years repeats itself, that says Kenny Pickett will be starting midway through season i mean that certainly does I, I
1: am glad that
2: when you put this in our
1: notes you put the three quarterbacks that did not start by midway through the season which were love and green bay yeah uh lance and san francisco and mahomes in kansas city those are three pretty good teams and they were teams that i mean not to say that you know i mean obviously mahomes with kansas city was better but that wasn't a bad team that he was the backup on either that was a playoff caliber team so yeah so i think that 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 just shows how rare it is that a team that does make the playoffs drafts a quarterback
2: in the first round. And that if he if Kenny ends up having to sit all year, that doesn't necessarily mean anything because someone like Mahomes could still come out and become Madden cover material. Oh yeah, or even this Lance guy who seems to have a lot of talent. I mean but
1: the I but I do believe that you know I, like I said I don't know if Pickett's going to be starting by midseason, but you'll have seen him on the field one way or the other, like in a big win, a big loss, da da, da, da I victory imagine. formation. Right. <laughs> no? Well I mean I don't know but it seems like if, if Mitch got the victory you'd want mitch to do victory formation i mean like they do with Ben. like i mean that you know it- oh i
2: didn't know okay i thought that was you know my mace is so good at the victory formation too i thought maybe you might want to bring him out there for uh give you know give everyone a little role there everyone gets in the game all right well let's you know let's see what the insiders have to say about the QB battle blitz at blitzberg has the quote from insider mark Kabali. Unless Trubisky gets hurt or placed terribly in camp in the preseason, it's difficult to imagine a scenario where he doesn't start number one. Okay, so aren't those all the scen what are the scenarios? If he if he if he doesn't get hurt right. if he doesn't play terribly mm-hmm. then he's going to be the number one well those are the three <laughs>
1: scenarios he, I mean that doesn't take into account like he decides to give up football or he's kidnapped by Chechen terrorists like it doesn't yeah. have any of those I I, no, you're absolutely right I mean it's this is you know there's so it, it, there is so much of analysis that we cover that you know since there's such a, a non-stop just just demand for content that people will give you content that is just rephrasing something you already know like it's it's if he you know Mitch gets hurt or plays terribly in a camp in the preseason is difficult to season where he's not number one. All that's saying is he got all the snaps in minicamp.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. it.
1: That's he's just saying that again in a different way.
2: It's like, our insider. This his local local insider. All right, let's go to well. Let's see what is Mitch doing. What is Mitch doing during all this? You know, Mitch is at Barwis Methods Barwood Method Performance Center. Uh, These are scenes from this morning's pro-athlete group, and it's pictures. There's Mitch Trubisky. He's training with uh, wide-out Austin Prohl, NHL uh, star Andrew Peek, and the GOAT, Cody White. (laughs) well at least i'm glad there's somebody for mitch's
1: actual team here at this thing it uh i mean i i've never understood this aspect of it but i guess it's a good thing it's better than you know you uh, the player exercising at their home to go to a place like this which sort of seems like super summer camp for pro athletes and adults
2: yeah it costs you know probably just like 10 times oh yeah uh, the amount of your uh of your favorite summer camp absolutely
1: yeah. but it, but i mean i guess it's a good thing i mean it's it's because they're not going to be like Troy who would like wouldn't he like go out into the woods or something or like he had a dude out here in LA that would like put him through some special thing so this seems like this gets you a bit of structure this gets you doing it I, I guess it's good
2: I don't know plus in a in a game of of inches and milliseconds if you could get a you know quarter second uh mm. advantage i mm. guess in a, in a in a pro game that would be worth probably tens of thousands of dollars absolutely right. i mean and everything's so world class yeah and, and in the pictures mitch is actually holding on to the ball running these drills it's kind of interesting he's like the uh you know like don't fumble the ball you know like the guy like oh, right, everyone tried to knock the ball out and he's holding <laughs> tight to the ball so he's you know he's and the goat is down there the goat is uh you know Cody White. Who
1: always looks good in the preseason.
2: Yeah, Yeah, looking good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, so what is is Mace? Where's Mace at during all this? Where in the world is Mace Rudolph? Well, at Rudolph to Mason, Uh Mason Rudolph... Wonderful evening benefiting the Shea Center, and it's uh, it's a picture of Mason Logan dressed in tuxes, very uh, formal. They're out in Laguna Beach. This is a horse fundraiser. It's a good. Oh. They, they they use horses to, as a therapy for for kids. But, oh, that's a good thing. Uh, yeah, but you know, it looked like it, it was probably the the whitest thing ever you could ever look at. Okay, it was I, a, I can totally believe that. It uh, well the, the horse therapy
1: fundraiser in Laguna Beach. I mean that that sounds yeah Sherlock Holmes. Takes a NASCAR levels of white people sitting around.
2: Yeah, a lot of uh, you know karaoke, "Don't Stop Believing," gotcha. and uh, selfie booths, and <laughs> uh, and Mason in a tux. What more? What more can you more more can you say? <laughs> well, I hope they raise money for that. That seems like a good thing. I'm sure they did. I mean, it's... yeah, for mm-hmm. uh, for Mace's, uh Mace's future funds. Is that the... <laughs> all right? Enough QB talk. Enough QB. There's nothing to say about QBs. Enough. Let's move on to the wideouts because we've got. Money, money talks and mm-hmm. football walks. I don't know. Mm-hmm. At Tommy Jaggy. Tommy Jaggy. Terry McLaurin stats through three years, 3,090 yards, 16 touchdowns, Deontay Johnson stat through three years, 2700 yards 20 touchdowns mm. may not like it but this is what johnson's agent is going to use when negotiating a new deal so uh mclaurin from the washington football team got mm-hmm. three years 71 million wow. which isn't even the highest of the wideout right. contracts but w- what seems to be everyone saying well you know if dj is going to sign something this this is going to be in the in the realm well what you know what says you is this uh is this too much not enough i mean just i, I, right? I would have said it was too much
1: up until three months
2: ago yeah and then once all those dudes started
1: signing those contracts. I'm like, yeah, that's probably right. I mean, uh, you know, it's something like this that makes me realize, as a biased Steelers fan, it's not just that I'm biased towards the Steelers, it's that I'm biased for players that I've seen play well against the Steelers. So I think a lot of this McLaurin guy, I mean, he played real well in that game against the Steelers back in 2020, and I, I know he's a good wide receiver. So yeah, I'm frankly kind of impressed. I didn't realize DJ stats were that better than his, you know, on a lot of levels. So yeah, that ah, I imagine Judson is going to get paid. I don't. Don't know if it's in Pittsburgh, but <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, and keep in mind, some of those stats are in the twilight years too. These aren't, oh you know, right, these aren't the uh, Killer B years. Well, by the same token, McLaurin's not out there getting
1: thrown to by uh, '80s Joe Theismann neither Like,
2: okay, all right, I good mean, point. So it's, it's, sort, of, good it's point. sort of even
1: all around there. But you're right. I mean, it's not like you know DJ was getting thrown to in the Killer B's era.
2: Why are fans? Why are we so hung up on dollars? You know, these these are billionaires spending millions of dollars. Why do fans care if DJ gets three years seventy million compared to oh three years sixty five? Oh yeah, the team got a real discount there. You know, what's it matter if he's making twenty million compared to twenty four million? These are it, it. affects the fans in in zero ways. The parking doesn't go up. You know, the the, the well, the, the parking's going to go up anyway. Yeah, I think is the know. way to think about it. But I, I, I the, the
1: optimist. Case for that, why the fans should care is, and, and, and I and I don't believe this is the case for many of them is resource allocation. Like, if you're afraid that by giving DJ, you know, some 70, 80 million dollar contract, they're going to be unable to sign uh, I don't know, Alex Highsmith, who if he has a breakout year, or if, you know, uh, one of the offensive linemen really takes off. Okay, that, that I get. But otherwise, you are getting mad at funny money numbers that don't necessarily mean anything to you. Like, if they can fit it all under the cap and have it mortgaged the future for uh, Deontay Johnson, then you should be okay, you fan who is Responding like Pavlov's
2: dogs to a lot of numbers on your screen. And has there, I can't even think of an example because they don't always discuss this, where like, oh, we, you know, we missed out on this player because we were just, um, you know, two million short on the cap. If only that, we would have had Juju here for another year. That was sort of
1: the first place I was going to go is that like Juju might have been sacrificed to get us into the ballpark of the DJ thing or to be able to sign a lot of the guys that they brought in. But, right, you're never going to know that whatever conversation. Conversation goes on in, like you know the sixth sub basement of the steelers facility where they talk about such things
2: but yeah or the uh or the fourth floor of tomlin's house where just- <laughs> not even not even the players get to go uh one let's do one more thing on wide enough of the dj but there's another mm-hmm. wide out worth talking about mm-hmm. let's go to at pittsburgh sport steelers takeaways they had the exclusive interview with calvin austin the third you know i don't see myself as a guy who fits one role i'm not that type of player i do a variety of things uh here, here's here's actually the quote because uh, they ask what does success in year one look like for you mm, and he says it looks like i'm contribut- contributing contributing and whatever role they have me play one of the other more underrated things about me is i'm the biggest team player there is okay pat myself on the back <laughs> people told me i should write down my dreams and goals but i haven't done that <laughs> I'm always where my feet are. I kind of like that. I'm always where my feet are. Oh, I like every part of this. It's one of the most underrated things about me is I'm too good a friend to others.
1: I love that. Uh, 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 people told me to write down my dreams and goals, but that's stupid. Look at my feet. I love every part of this guy. I hope he's, I mean, I hope he's a success. Anyway, but this is, uh, I, I I. mean, I guess, you know, whenever you read something that reads so goofy like this, you always just figure, okay, this Paul's under the heading of believe in myself you know isn't this is that this What betting on myself is it's 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 well, you know i well,
2: believe in myself so much i don't even have to acknowledge my dreams and goals yeah well it's the, certainly the opposite of i'm gonna be a top three wide out you know <laughs> but i i get it it's like why set up a goal right now when so much is uncertain you know mm-hmm. if, 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 am i gonna get uh you know 30 catches this season am I going to get zero catches this season right. as a rookie it's it's hard to say you and know? also
1: for him I, I mean if this is, isn't a part of the idea of Austin too to have him do a whole bunch of whack and do Matt Canada things that we haven't necessarily seen yet where dudes are running in multiple directions and short guys go that way and you know
2: yeah everyone runs at once it's like the uh it's, yeah. I don't know it's like the Harlem Globetrotters of football it's like I the think. arena league yeah something here's mm-hmm. the other quote uh from Calvin Austin uh, do you have any mentors so far? How have they helped? And he says, I like the wide receiver room and older guys like Chase and Deontay. Okay. Okay. New guys like Gunner and Ant Mill. Mm. Anthony Miller. So mm. right that that's a new nickname, Ant yeah. Mill. And I talked to the, a lot of the defensive guys, like Sutton and Molette. Oh, so uh, that's interesting. Who uh, who, the, who the mentors are, or is it that that, that seems like the whole room he mentions right there? That. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone he comes
1: like who did like it, it's one of those things. He named enough guys that it's conspicuous with who he didn't mention. Like, is there someone that's like not you know the, whatever the opposite of a mentor is? is the, it, goat, uh, the goat, uh, well, uh, the goat. Well, well, but the goats uh, you know working <laughs> in the Super Performance Center. But um, well, I, I I mean obviously you always have to do a double take. It older guys like chase claypool who's coming up on what <laughs> 23 right. yeah. uh, okay and it's he, he's a... older than juju I right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um you know an ant mill is one of the weird nicknames that's like an actual noun ant like that, isn't that isn't that a thing isn't that isn't there like an ant mill and you buy those for kids or my thing oh ant, ant farm or ant farm but oh, okay it, there's ant hill you know you can make a oh, mountain out right. of an ant hill right. or something and I, and talking to the defensive guys that just seems like a good idea I mean, just in terms of like, hey, what are you seeing out there, man? What's what's Let's
2: talk about this. Yeah, you how'd know? you stop me that time? Right, yeah.
1: right, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I'm not sure how much coverage molette should be doing, but I mean, as, as, I thought he was sort of there to be uh, uh, Mike Hilton, uh, uh, you know. But hey, talk to everybody. Why not? You're new here. Make friends. That's probably who he's lining up against, yeah. I guess. He's probably, you know. Or... That's a good point since he's always yeah. the extra dude. Yeah. Or are
2: they even lining up at this point? I don't even, I, you know. I,
1: I, I, which is, that's just it. You're not lining <laughs>
2: up, so you have time to talk to the defense. Defensive guys. At, uh... All right. Um, let's talk about, you know, look, there's still the the repercussions. The, the shock waves are still being felt from. Aftershocks. The aftershocks mm-hmm. of Tomlin's pivot interview mm-hmm. still being felt around the globe. Um, let's, But, you know, some people don't want to listen because people want to. People are saying that Tomlin is on the hot seat. I don't know. Where is this coming from? It's June. Let's get to. At the Pony Express, Andrew Filipponi, our Steelers insider Jay Hawthorne, says on the the fan that Terrell Austin will call most of the defensive plays on game day to start the season. Tomlin will be more hands off. That backs what KD Pomp said on Sports Showdown last night. What what I mean, uh some people were saying, Oh, this shows that there was no faith in Keith Butler that he couldn't call the plays but now Terrell Austin is is it, or is this just a fake insider again do we know anything about the defensive call plane in June uh, one we don't but two I,
1: I I wonder if at least speaking for myself and I imagine this might be the case for a lot of other people we think of like the defensive play calling and we imagine like like the scenes in Independence Day where they shoot the missiles you know where it's like he calls a play and someone's like no no you can't overruled we're going with this play like I don't think it's like that someone's like well let's try this okay let's try this and tomlin makes the final decision or tomlin says this someone disagrees and you know what i mean like i imagine just i imagine it's like everything else it's more of a workplace and less of a procedural
2: drama but (laughs) what is even play calling a a big of the deal or is it the defensive play making lack thereof maybe that kind of you know uh, was our downfall.
1: Yeah. Oh, I think it's, or, 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 or uh, even taking a step further beyond the defensive lack of defensive playmaking, the lacks lack of defensive play talent. Yeah. In a lot of cases. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's how many great plays are you going to call that Loudermilk's going to be able to know after start playing his third game ever. I mean, that you can have the best call ever to do. Just started like, you know, and I thought to pick on Loudermilk, he was just the first name. I got. what was yeah. the one name I always thought you made up? Archibong. Yeah, Archibong. What call are you going to make with Archibong
2: that he's going to be able to track down Mahomes? Um, here's the, uh, from the Jerry Dulac chat, The you know, where insiders go for inside info. <laughs> The question is, if you owned the Steelers, would Mike Tomlin's seat be at least lukewarm by now? And Jerry answers, after the past three playoff performances, it should be. This is after the pivot interview. He's still going to be like, yeah, uh, Tomlin's on the hot seat due to the last three playoff performances, which, uh, you know, remind me how how some of those games went. It was, uh, uh, that was the Chiefs. Uh, this past year, the- oh, the Chiefs. That yeah, we lost to with what was it thirty six ten the first time, and then came back with similar results the second yes. time. Yes,
1: and then uh, the Jacksonville. That includes the Jacksonville loss. I'm pretty sure with um, the end of Blake the Blake killer- Bortles. Yeah, the Blake Portals one, okay, and I'm missing right. another. But, oh, oh Browns, and the Browns, the Browns game. So yeah, all those those were tur- a uh,
2: turnover ridden game.
1: Yes, so those I mean those were all terrible, and, and they were terrible for different reasons, a lot of reasons. It um, I mean it's I also don't see this as Jerry giving you the inside I- I- insider Steelers information. I see this as Jerry giving you insider Jerry information as to what Jerry would think. It's, I guess
2: that's a good point because if the, if this was your, if you owned the steel, I guess, it, mm-hmm. you know, opi- it's, but the, again, uh, some of, you know, not all opinions are deserving of, of being put in the chat, maybe, Jerry. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he's got us talking about the chat. And I know that when we sit
1: down, you sit down to put this together, you do not think how could we include Jerry dulack more often?
2: You, uh, you know, someone addressed Tomlin's playoff performance, and that would be Vince Williams himself. Mm-hmm. Uh at Vinny Vidy Vici ninety-eight. Uh this isn't this isn't specifically about the playoff Mike T's playoff performance, but this is about Tomlin. Every other team says, Vince, you can't cover, you can't play 20 sacks, 50 tackles for a loss later. The Steelers find ball players and coach them up. They don't focus on what you can't do by what but what you can do. Mike T especially. So Vince went on the Arthur Moats. Uh, Podcast. I'm so glad Vince is being a guest on podcast now. That gets us one step always closer to getting him here. Oh yeah. He well, that would be that would be awesome. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Vince, if you're listening, and uh, (laughs) we know you love your behind the steel curtain podcast network. So uh, (laughs) anyway, I just yes, you were sick. Okay, so here's what Vince has to say about Tomlin. Nope. Uh, (laughs) Always with the technology. Okay. Uh, for all you want to be podcasters, I suggest turning the volume on. Let's hear <laughs> Vince Williams.
0: If you guys knew how many games Mike T coached us out of. What? But we're not going to say that. Mm. We're not going to come to the media and just be like, man, mm. we suck. But Mike T saved our ass. What? We played Bruce Aarons. He was coaching for the Arizona Cardinals. They had Carson Palmer. What? Carson Palmer hates the Pittsburgh Steelers, obviously. <laughs> what? Bruce Aarons hates us, too. Oh, he didn't happily
2: retire? I, I thought that was the narrative. No? Okay.
0: All right. Hold on. Bruce Aaron comes out, and they're throwing the ball, and they're doing good stuff. But Mike Tomlin's like, ah, we're not going to make any adjustments. Carson's going to throw him out of this game because they're not going to go conservative. They're going to keep throwing the ball because he um. likes to push the ball down the field. And they kept throwing the ball. What? And I tipped one to Law Dog, and Law Dog got a pick, put us in great field position and we end up coming back winning that game. Mhm. And it's just like, yo, it's little things like that that just it's it's countless times though. I'm talking about like countless times he comes over and he's like, "Guys, do this."
2: Yeah. All right. That's uh so, you know, we don't we don't we don't get to hear the that spe- specific of uh, in game, kind of uh, Tomlin being the difference maker in game,
1: right? And it, 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 it's it's such an interesting. I mean, that's so true, and that's such an interesting thing to think about, particularly in terms of like where we are now, where Arians has been essentially lionized. Whereas, <laughs> like, but everything Vince said is true. It's just you guys got away from that because you had a Brady and B that great defense that Bucks had that Arians was maybe somewhat responsible with putting together, maybe not. So, and that, and you can keep doing that, like we're never going to be even remotely conservative thing if your defense is really great sure so yeah so that's it um but i mean it's 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 that's such a good point about that that tomlin knows these people that well is able to cuz
2: sometimes the best adjustment is the one you don't adjust yeah some of the smartest fans out there are like oh no second half adjustments from tomlin again and this is why because mm-hmm. that's the that's not the plan mm-hmm. you know maybe the plan is rope a dope we saw it with ali and now tomlin and you know, mm-hmm. enough said. Uh, you know, and Vince disagreed because they were like, "What about the Killer B era? We should have won more Super Bowls." And he was like, "Look, we're going up against Brady. We're going up against Peyton. You know, these were these aren't just other Pro Bowlers and and all pros. These are goats of goats."
1: Well, and, and also,
2: I mean, I don't know if Vince said this,
1: but I, I I would all I I know it's easy to give Tomlin a pass and all that, and I'm certainly biased to do so. But there was always at least one or two truly devastating injuries with each of those teams in the Killer piece era, whether it was pound see in the Super Bowl whether it was Bell whether it was Brown whether it was Shazier that whole thing where Tom said we have five special players on that team and they never went into the the, whatever playoff game they
2: lost with all five of them let's talk uh, speaking of injuries here's Vince because it comes up talking about Devin Bush Mm -hmm. and and injuries kind of play a role
0: he he has a lot of eyes on him Mm -hmm. you know and I think the expectation is set so high because you have phenomenal first-round picks like Minka. You have mm. phenomenal first-round guys like Ryan. That yeah. was the protege of athletic linebacker. You yeah. have the protege athletic linebacker in Lawrence Timmons. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the standard for Shoot, exceptional first-round play. Absolutely. yeah absolutely. Yeah, it's, the standard is mm-hmm. ridiculous. What? It's like defensive MVP or bust. Yeah. You know? Even if he performed adequately, they would still say that he's a bust. Yeah, And when somebody has a nasty ACL injury like that, clearly – their progression has been halted mm-hmm. or at least slowed down. Correct. Then you miss Tyson Alulu and freaking to it. Mm-hmm. I would have looked like freaking garbage out there <laughs> trying to play. They're like, Vince, come back. I'm like, I'm not coming back to play without Tyson and to Come on, like, what are you talking about? Hey, like, who's doing that? Hey, you want me to do
2: what? <laughs> you know, so, look, injuries do play a big part in this. Not not just Devin's own injury, but the other injuries uh, on the front seven there. Certainly, and, and everything
1: Vince said, and that is correct. The only thing I, w- I would amend that to, though, is that Bush was drafted higher than any of those guys. That includes Minka. I mean, that's that's I mean, it's that it's that whole, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. The same goes with uh, uh with uh, great draft position, too.
2: Yeah. They you know, they said I remember the quote coming out of Michigan like this is a football guy. Right. And, you know, and so. We, uh, you know, we. I don't know if we've necessarily seen, you know, the football, the the complete football guy. No, yeah, yeah. but
1: we saw, but we but we saw plenty that rookie season. I mean, it's yeah. real easy to forget that how great. I mean, it was it was a part of a great collective there, but that really looked special that on a track up until the game he got hurt.
2: Yeah. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going long on the first half. We'll make it up in the second half, uh, <laughs> which like we promised coming up in the second half. You know the 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 forty year look back on the fiftieth. Mm. Anniversary team? Does that, does that make sense? Or it's, yes, it's, it's completely yes. weird math. Well, it's June, so these are the things we have to talk about. Yeah, yeah. and we've got a uh, we've got a kickball game to talk about. We, oh. We're going from pickleball to kickball. All the breaking so, news. <laughs> yeah, so uh, uh, keep uh, keep it here for your uh, Behind the Steel Curtain sponsor. I was listening to, uh, was Was it the Cutting Room Floor? And the sponsor was for private jets. So (laughs) that shows you the uh, Jeffrey Benedict crowd, I guess. (laughs) They're they're jet-setting over Upper St. Clair. No, we are the brown bag podcast of Steelers Nation. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. I got my ALF lunchbox
0: here. Okay. Uh, We'll be right back.
2: the second half of what Jin's talking about Mm -hmm. we promised steelers history we promised a 40 year look back on the 50 year anniversary team (laughs) that doesn't make any sense so we're gonna have to explain it let's get to the tweet Mm -hmm. at pgh sports date pgh sports history 40 years ago this week the Steelers' all-time team was announced. This was their 50th anniversary team. Okay. They named uh, 24 players, mm-hmm. uh, and, and 18 of the 24 happened to be from the 70s dynasty. That that, that makes some sense. Truthfully, that number almost seems low. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, like, it's surprising anyone could even remember any Steelers. From right, right, young. right. Even in
1: uh, June of 1982.
2: Like, Yeah. Okay, so the 24 players... They pick. Let's see if these. Uh, let's see if these hold up. We've got okay. one quarterback, Bradshaw. Okay. Uh, we've got two running backs, Franco and Rocky. Sure. Uh, two wideouts, Swan and Stallworth. Yeah. Tight end, LB Nickel. Uh huh. From this is the uh, the, le- the legendary era. We'll call yeah. it the uh, yeah. Our offensive tackles, Larry Brown and Joe Kolb. Mm-hmm offensive guards Jerry Mullins and Sam Davis now these two did not make the 75th anniversary team in 2007 so uh, I don't know what happened to Jerry Mullins and Sam Davis to get demoted from all time status or or perhaps in the next 25 years more players came along who were good guards I don't think they got any worse well you got bumped you get bumped from can you get bumped from the Hall of Honor I guess not but no uh, but but, but you can get like a smaller section like they do renovate
1: the thing there were I, I swear there were players that had like full lockers that then like shared a
2: locker in later <laughs> years i mean that like uh i guess the guards might be sharing the uh our center <laughs> our the center was mike webster yeah um uh, the punter was pat brady from the from the the legendary era okay. no longer on the no didn't make the 75th anniversary team oh, okay and the kicker uh gorilla gorilla what uh, uh, Roy Jurella yeah. yeah he was the on the 50th anniversary team did not make the 75th yeah, anniversary for team for a lot of valid reasons Literally one, where you said number one. <laughs> number one? Yeah, well, does. you know, number one never had his own fan section. No, right? so, no, but, it, uh, but he
1: was a pretty great kicker. <laughs> okay, let's go to
2: the defense. <laughs> yeah. uh, linebackers, Jack Ham, Andy Russell, Jack Lambert. Hard to disagree there. Right. Yeah. Uh, defensive line, Elsie uh, Greenwood, Dwight White. Mm-hmm. Tackle, defensive tackles, Joe Green, <laughs> Ernie Stoutner. Yeah. Number 70, the other retired number. Right, I was going to say, the first retired number, yeah. Corners, Butler and Blunt, mm-hmm. safety Mike Wagner. No, lo- he got demoted at the seventy-fifth, mm-hmm. and then uh, Donnie Shell. Yeah, I mean, it's it, this shows me that, you know, even in 1982,
1: they still had to find ways to put out content. Like, the Post-Gazette <laughs> didn't know what to do on June 27th either. Like, we got to write something. Camp's a month away, folks. we got to sell the
2: paper today. What are we going to say? At, uh... So, I mean, that's only 24 players. If we would try to create a, a dynasty team today out of only 24... Uh, it, it, it I think it would almost be impossible I mean. Yeah, 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 I mean it'd be it, it'd be a struggle,
1: but it's also, you know, it, it I, I imagine other than like to sell papers that day, part of that th- this article would be like, I'm sure whatever controversy arose from it wasn't was in including the players that were not. Part of the 70s dynasty, the ones that, you know, were not there for the four rings. Like so that somebody old reading paper, go, oh, and then talk
2: to their kids about I remember this guy like like Frenchie Frenchie Fuqua, uh, not part of this, you know, 50th. Right, right. Uh, so then in 20, in 2007 mm-hmm. was they came out with the 75th anniversary I think team. I still have this yearbook in my apartment the oh, book that okay. has this yeah. So mm-hmm. they expanded the roster from 24 players to 33. Okay. Uh so But five got removed. Like we said, the two guards, you know, Mm -hmm. the special teamers, they've got they got removed. So they actually added fourteen players to come up with the thirty three. Okay. So on offense, you know, they added Bettis to the to the running back room. Yeah. Uh, They added Hines Mm -hmm. to the wide receiver room. They added another tight end, Benny Cunningham. Mm. Don't know that's from that's from the uh, legendary era. I guess.
1: Um. That is interesting that, like, the guy got it like, not then on the legendary era, but a little bit later. Like, it's, you know. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the
2: looking back on it. For so, <laughs> further review. Yeah. Okay, well, n- now with a little bit more hindsight, who else could we add to, uh you know, obviously you got to add Ben right. to the all-time team. Oh, yeah. Uh, could we put AB on that? Yes, I mean team? it's 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 going
1: to be a, an annoying argument for the rest of our lives. But yes, you're always going to have to you know debate whether AB belongs in these teams, and
2: statistically, he probably does. Because the 90th anniversary is coming up. This will be the, in 2023. It Will be the 90th anniversary. So oh. th- we're getting a head start on this conversation. Right. Exactly. Would now would you put Heath Miller, the tight end, on this uh, on, on this room?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's 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 always weird with, because, I mean, how often, because the tight end, like, it, it, you kind of have to just because it's, you know, it, this is going to be a list that comes out in 2023, and in 2023, we throw to the tight end, whereas they kind of didn't back then. I mean, it's, you know, it's entirely possible Mark Bruner's the best tight end the Steelers ever had. We don't know because they threw to him six times a year. Well, he caught all six of those passes, and he blocked amazingly the rest of the time. Like, so
2: Okay, so Miller made, Heath Miller made the Pro Bowl twice. Yeah. And... LB Nickel mm-hmm. uh made the pro bowl 3 times sure uh back in his you know career mm-hmm. um I don't know. I, I just you know I don't know if I'm putting Heath. I don't know. It's it's a tough you know. It's, just, it's, it's some you got to draw the line somewhere.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's and it, and that's why. And also by 2023, we're probably going to have this conversation. Do you have to include DJ Watt? I mean, like it's well, okay. Let's know, we'll, get the, we'll get to we'll get to the
2: linebackers. Let's yeah. uh, let's go look at offensive line because mm-hmm. in 2007, the Steelers added three names mm-hmm. to their to their all time list. They took off Mullins and Davis, the guards. We, right. We told you that they added Dermody Dawson, Hall of Famer, Alan Fanica Hall of Famer, Tunch Ilkin.
1: Yeah. I mean. It's who's like, it isn't in the NFL Hall of Fame, but like has a position with the series that was a great player. And then his, it, it, you know, his influence certainly went beyond that as well.
2: Should, do we need to add in 2023, do we need to add Marquise Pouncey? I, I don't know. I think that's the debate of whether or not Pouncey gets in the hall, I think is kind of
1: like the same thing. Pouncey's career is such a strange thing because he was so good for so long. And then he just, as soon as he started to decline, he's like, well, that's it for me. Good night. And so I, I don't know. It, um, I think, you know, it's, it's I, I, as much as, you know, the, as much different Steelers media as there is, I'm not sure <laughs> that he on an all-time team. You could have three centers. So right? I think you're going to defer to the two that are in the hall already. <laughs> Three
2: centers and <laughs> and no guards because you you took out Rollins right. and Davis you from the 50 team. You racing
1: guards. You could have this three-center team. Yes. Um,
2: uh, okay. So I guess the DeCastro then would be kind of the similar conversation.
1: Yeah. And it's and I don't see anyone. We're never having a DeCastro for the Hall of Fame conversation
2: either. So, All right. Uh, yeah. Let's look to the defensive front seven. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we added to Ham Russell Lambert. We've, we're adding linebackers Greg Lloyd okay. and Joey Porter. Mm-hmm. I mean
1: that's that that seems like one or both of those is the first to go when we put in TJ
2: but uh but yeah I mean it's great Steelers that that whole thing about the Hall of Very Good if you're ready right. to put TJ in the all-time team does that mean DeBo is in the all-time team
1: Yeah I I you know that that there's not a lot of defensive players in a year going around at um that's that and that includes the steelers like there's not a lot
2: even on this roster of all-timers and hall of famers so that's okay so we're adding we're adding two more linebackers and then uh, let's look at the d-line uh the 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 75th anniversary team put casey hampton Mm -hmm. on that team um i got to imagine the 2023 90th anniversary would got to put cam Cam.
1: yeah i in fact cam might even be the one to knock hampton off of it
2: Cam has all pros,
1: right? Cam has all pros. You and you can. I mean, it's and I think it was Lawley who uh, spoke eloquently about this. I'd never realized this before, but I guess Bryant Young from the Niners is getting into the Hall of Fame, and he put it up that Cam's stats are really close to his. Oh, this, which I did not realize. So I think that. And I remember Bryant Young, great player. It. Um. So yeah. So that. Uh. So that I imagine might bump Hampton off of this roster.
2: Uh, Let's look at the secondary. Mm -hmm. Um. Adding to Butler and Blunt, uh, the 75th anniversary team also had Woodson, mm-hmm. Carnell Lake, yeah. and, of course, Troy Polamalu. That's
1: so interesting that Troy was in that already, like after just four years <laughs> in the league, was already on the all-time team.
2: But, I mean, it fits. It's right. And, uh, so. I can't think of any additions, right, secondary-wise. No,
1: I mean, it's, yeah, no, it's, it's yeah. I mean, it, it, there's no one there to knock Lake off of that yet, so.
2: The the special teamers in 2007, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Pat Brady and Gorilla are gone. Mm-hmm. In their place, Gary Anderson. Right. And punter Bobby Walden. I can't place that one. Can you? Uh, no, nothing. but does... In 2023, for the 90th anniversary, does Boswell have any consideration?
1: I mean, it, it, it's not crazy. I mean, it depends on what happens in the next so many years. I imagine it would be tough to move Anderson. I mean, for my money, my favorite Steelers punter of all time is always going to be Gardaki, just because to do that with one step was amazing. I mean he did he have the best average? No, but it was always pretty good and the one step was just incredible. You never worried about that getting blocked.
2: If that's yeah, but it's like if your style is what sets you apart from the other punters, right. why do we even have a punter on the team? Right, Anybody? exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's, it's it's you could sign a guy to be the pun right. It's it's all the favor signs a team to pun.
2: Yes. So uh keep an eye out for that ninetieth anniversary team. You know, you mm-hmm. can't expand it by too much right, you can't have a you can't you I mean how deep can an all-time franchise team go? You can't get too right. much deeper. I mean I than... assume you have two at every position get, or you do it
1: like it's an actual football team and say, "Hey, here's our 53 guys." That would probably make the most sense if you're doing it over the course of a century. Yeah, I guess like, I guess um, we're about yeah, we're yeah, about that now. It's, you know, it does. So then you start getting into debates like who's the third quarterback? Is it Cordell? Is it Bobby Lane? Is it what, you know, that's when you start getting into like real like deep nerdetry.
2: Ooh, who is the third? That's a good one. Who is the third? Maybe right. Neil. Is it Neil? Cord- yeah. Cord- Cordell would be Cordell, good. Yeah, I, would, like I don't it, know. You know. Uh, is it all Mitch right. by then in two years? Yeah. I mean, craziness. Yeah. Or Mace. Know. Is it Mace right. by then? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. He can keep my tombstone or whatever. I'll take the W. I'll right. take the W, Mace said. Um, let's... uh shoot. Should we just... Skip, let's just go straight to the lightning round, right? Oh, okay. Why do we need to do it? There's a 53-man roster prediction, but you know what?
1: <laughs> we just did one for the all-time yeah, team. We, we just did the all-time roster team.
2: prediction. Yeah. Let's put uh, five or so minutes on the clock, and okay. let's go to the lightning round. We'll start with... <whistles> at Scarpizio... Ah, uh, this is not a knock, but on on Heinz by any means, epitome of a Steeler, all-time great, a winner. But I still think he's not in the hall if Steelers won Super Bowl 45. I don't think uh, voters see enough individuality, despite Super Bowl 40 MVP. This is kind of a response to that. We got that bonus clip from Tomlin saying the you know the ultimate. Um, consequence of losing the Super Bowl to the Packers was that Hines probably won't make the Hall of Fame.
1: Well, I, I, I'm actually going to disagree with this garbage person, even though I think they make a strong argument just simply because, as a lot of people may forget, that the Steelers really started to turn Super Bowl 45 around when they went more to Hines. Hines was having a big game in Super Bowl 45 and he hadn't in a while. It was because Manny gets carted off in what, the second quarter? It, uh, really? he suffer- yeah. yeah, he suffers an injury and then, and then they start. Start running the offense more through Hines and Hines has a big game so I don't think you know I don't know it, it, whatever whoever in this hypothetical world where the Steelers win Super Bowl 45 I imagine a lot of who the MVP is comes into however they score that game-winning drive but Hines would have been thought about even much better just because he had a good game in Super Bowl 45 so if they I do kind of think Tomlin might be right that it's I don't know if he's in already but his case is sure a lot stronger if they see him have a strong game and then hoist that trophy one more time wow one
2: game one one dr- one drive even could make right. a difference from being in the hall or not.
1: Well, I mean, but also that just shows how many great receivers there are. I mean, and it, you know how good Heinz's career was. I mean, it's that it does come down to the game of inches, you know.
2: Uh let's go on to at Secret Base. This is okay. Secret Secret Base. Uh section 1, a short film about Dorktown. They this was this is a SB Nation uh, filmmaker apparently a documentary oh. the story I, and and i didn't know this whole story but until i watch is fascinating the story of the baltimore colts Steelers 76 playoff game where a plane crashed into the upper deck of baltimore oh, stadium okay. i was
1: gonna say that didn't happen in three rivers that i
2: would have heard of yeah no and miracu- miraculously it there was no one in the crowd at that point. And wow. so you say, how, how is there no one in the crowd for a playoff game between Baltimore and Pittsburgh yeah. in 1970? And that's because Bradshaw threw a perfect QB rating game. It was a blowout. It was 41 <laughs> to 11 or something. It was such a blowout that the crowd had left the upper deck so that when the plane crashed into the stadium, Bradshaw saved Right. dozens if not if not scores lives. of lives that's great with a perfect and it's a great little uh documentary that kind of goes through the timeline of this and i knew i i kind of knew this peripherally but didn't really put together the fact that yeah you needed to have a blowout for this to happen. If not, right. the, no one leaves a playoff
1: game. Yes, exactly. Even in 1976, even with a different level of fandom than perhaps what we see today.
2: Absolutely. So, I, I don't know. I recommend checking that out. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, you never... You talk about one game or one drive, meaning the difference in immortality. <laughs> this was literally the difference in life or death. Right. One more reason. Maybe Bradshaw, you know, maybe Bradshaw over Ben, just for it that. I don't be, know. Could be. Um, let's move on to... <laughs> at... J S K O photo. Okay. Jordan S. Steelers, Rail Island, and Trey Norwood participate in the Hamlin Island and Bobby Miles kickball event, an awesome charity event. Oh. So we had Terrell Edmonds, mm-hmm. Trey Norwood, and there this is at um this is at the Eagles. The Eagles little charity kickball game. Oh,
1: Okay, is this the actual Booby Miles from the Friday Night Lights lore? Is this really him? <laughs> no, that's oh, just, no. Okay. The
2: actual, the actual Miles uh, Eagle. Oh, I, I can't even think. Oh, okay, okay. The, okay. the running back. The, the running back. No, I was gonna say if it's Booby Miles, I mean, like I've seen him around, but no, it's not the same. Not. Okay. Anyway, so oh, they're, playing charity, <laughs> cha- the, they're playing a charity. They're playing <laughs> a charity kickball game. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know Trey Norwood, okay. uh, Terrell Edmonds, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Where you know I remember when Juju was out horsing around, everyone was saying, "Oh, he's gonna tear a knee." Kickball. How many? Have you oh. ever have you ever stepped on the kickball when oh, you're you are trying to step kick it? on the kickball, or you like whiff it
1: and you like fall on your butt? I remember to have – I mean, obviously, I wasn't a professional athlete in like the fourth grade, but yeah, that's
2: there are more ways to mess yourself up in kickball than you think. Much more dangerous than the milk crate challenge. Yes, it, and uh, maybe more dangerous than pickleball. Even. Uh, <laughs> uh, where you know where are the critics? Uh, you know they're playing charity kickball. I don't know. I just. <laughs> That we hold we heard we hold certain players to different standards. Well, it's and interesting
1: that we had to. Pay, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, we no. hold these players to standards to the ones that are much much less active on social media. That's why we hold them to a different standard than Juju. Like, it's uh, is that what it is? is, that, is yeah, because you, you don't see Terrell on uh,
2: uh, TikTok.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know much about Trey Norwood. But I can't imagine you see him much there either. But the fact that Juju always seemed to be having a good time and Juju seemed to be having fun.
2: Oh, you know, if it was Juju and Chase playing kickball, it would have been. Oh, this the you know the teams. Tanking 0 oh, and seventeen, uh, but hey Trey Norwood's out there and you know they're just they're just doing something for charity. So mm-hmm. I don't know the, the double standard. Let's uh, let's go to. At Highsmith34, Alex Highsmith, marrying the love of my life today. Uh, he got married in North Carolina. Okay. Um, you know, did try to do a little sleuthing. Didn't see any Didn't see any teammates at the wedding, is well, it? But it could be. I mean, I. But, but that's such a personal thing.
1: Maybe they wanted to do it small. Maybe they wanted to do it friends and family. I mean, uh, you know, it could be. I mean, again, it's. I, I, I think it's for us because we're so used to seeing the players and we know them in the
2: context of being the players. But really, how many of your coworkers are you going to bring to your wedding? I thought about it. I had two, my, you know, I got my my wedding was in Pennsylvania and yeah. I worked in Manhattan, uh-huh. so I only had I had two. Co-workers, but I didn't. I don't. I think I only invited two. So right. I think, you know, I think that's
1: sort of where I'm going with this is that I uh, unless like you know maybe
2: I mean it's not like you know Highsmith met his wife like working at uh, South Water Street like you know this was obviously a match made in he was from Charlotte or something yeah uh, yeah yeah at
1: least that's where he played I know that
2: I think maybe I saw I thought I saw warmly in the reception okay. but I can't verify that you know I'm I was doing social media sleuth I don't want to be like cabal I don't want these insiders <laughs> that are you know saying stuff they don't know I don't know if it was warmly or not mm-hmm. um uh but it was it, it, you know luckily uh mace and his brother had their little horse charity thing or else highsmith's <laughs> wedding would have been the whitest thing this week in steeler nation <laughs> um let's move on to uh, congrats alex uh yes. let's move on to at jc hassenhauer hey uh it's a boy hey. uh, they announced the baby is due in october Aww. so he's got a lot of to he's got an extra reason to earn this roster spot right exactly yeah i mean that's that's that is a good good life being
1: the backup center that is a that is a wonderful career
2: does he need to come out does he need to make the move in august during camp saying ah oh, we decided already we were naming it uh daniel rooney hausenhauer <laughs> you know do they need to preemptively to, to secure that roster spot
1: i mean nothing will ever top with with, with uh, a mccutcheon named his son steel yeah, that's always the best and now that poor kid has to be in Milwaukee or wherever he is but
2: yeah that's I, always the best I personally I'm recommending Myron Cope Hassenhower. Then you've got J C and, and M C oh, Hassenhower. There you go. There you go. That, uh, you know, I don't know. Yes. And C- they say Myron's an old name. I
0: don't- but
2: it's
1: also due to come back.
2: It is. It's you on, know, it's on like the comeback. things never go away. They just kind
1: of cycle in and out.
2: M C Hassenhower could MC be a Hasenhauer. could be a DJ at Coachella. <laughs> okay, let's go to at Noah Strackbean. Noah Strackbean. T.J. Watt is on the ballot for the NFL's best player at the 2022 ESPYs.
1: Hmm.
2: Don't we already decide? Isn't best player another way to say most valuable player? I, I, Well, I mean, it's due to whatever, you
1: know, official organization puts together the ESPYs. That, you know, who knows what that's based on. I assume it's based on NFL player that you've heard of the most in the past year. Uh, who are the other nominees? I'm sure Mahomes. I'm sure... Aaron S- Rodgers, it's got to be. No, Aaron Donald, I would assume, yeah, is yeah. up there, too. At, um, you know, Burrow. At,
2: uh, I mean, I don't know. At- <laughs> is there any consolidation if you, hey, I didn't win the MVP, but I won the ESPY for best <laughs> football player? Here's the thing. I honestly...
1: Never know when anyone ever won an ESPY. The only thing I know about the ESPYS is the Jimmy V speech. I know nothing else. Oh, that and the one time they let Dennis—they had—they sent Dennis Hopper out there in the nineties, and he gave—he <laughs> did the joke about the hockey. He said, "Like I don't know if you've been watching hockey on Fox, but they have this colorful trail that follows the puck. I don't know what the big deal is. I've been seeing that for years. It's <laughs> the only thing I remember
2: from the ESPYS, so and they're not going to top it." Well, let's, uh, you know, hey, let's stack SB's TJ Watt. Let's, yes. let's hope. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of like when Penn State won the AP team of the year compared to or the USA Today team of the year. I can't remember. <laughs>
1: right. The other guys were the AP. The Was Car- the yeah, Nebraska the Kerry thing Collins. Thing yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: we all were right. the USA Today champions. Okay. <laughs> enjoy we were your,
1: the infographic champions.
2: Yeah, enjoy your SB, Carrie Collins. <laughs> uh, all right. Final, final word here. Let's go to... Mm-hmm. At... PGH Steelers now. Steelers now. Odds. Former Steelers running back Le'Veon Bell is a heavy favorite to beat Adrian Peterson in their celebrity boxing match next month. Uh, Color me interested. Bell versus uh, AP. Now, listening to the Vince Williams podcast, he talked about how hard it is to bring down Adrian Peterson. So I thought no way Bell is going to beat him. But he's not tackling him. Yeah. Bell is a boxer. He he does have the boxing skills. Well, I think uh, I'm just going by a different thing. Isn't Bell a much
1: younger man?
2: Yeah, yeah. i, mean, much I was going I off know. of that.
1: I mean, that's that's you know, it's it's. I think he might be a slightly smaller guy, but he's also a younger guy. So I'll go with that.
2: I'm. Uh, I'll. They'll get my pay per view dollars for that, which is zero. I, I watch him on an illegal app. I so. was going to
1: say, yeah. That's and even then, I might not go to that much effort. But yeah, it. Um. You know. But then again, if Adrian Peterson
2: knocks him out, that's fine too. <laughs> Well, they definitely got to have A.B. come out to do the song. Oh, uh, absolutely. He should do the
1: anthem. He could hold up the the round numbers, too,
2: but definitely the anthem. (laughs) All right. We've gone... Eh, man, we went longer than I wanted to. I don't know. Well... Let's, uh, you know, until next week, where can we find you on social media, Greg? I'm um, at uh, Instagram and Twitter, at Greg Benevent, B as in boy, E-N-E, e, V as in Victor, E-N-T. you? I'm Kyle Christ, which you got to figure it out. It's you, you, you can figure it out. You can tweet at me. Um, but what you can do is leave a review yes. or something, or tell someone, or you know, it's, it, it say, "Hey, behind the steel curtain has the better podcast than any other Steelers podcast network it out there." Perked up my week, yeah. Uh, you know, so do that. Do something. <laughs> Stay tuned for the Steelers preview coming up later. Just chill. be the best sales. That's going to be required.
0: Stay in school.